Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes on a little ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels of Survivor Series. And we're on our way to mayhem for WCW. And the other four pay-per-views we have yep. left. A plethora this year. They finished 2,000 strong. You know what? Let's just say they finished 2,000. <laughs> 2,000 ended. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, but we're not going to leave the fact that I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm along with here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I was told there would be cake. Got lost. Got lost. And the ch- ch- chosen one who was supposed to bring the cake, Mike Weeble. I brought the yellow cake uranium. So. I don't know what that is. I don't like it. I'm good. It's a get smart joke. The movie? Yeah. And it wasn't good. How dare you, first of all. The movie wasn't good. I was disappointed, but only because you I. You like Star Wars. How dare you? And I'm probably, the, I'm probably the only one in this room. But I was a huge fan of the show from the 60s. Yeah, no, I wasn't alive. See, well, I, neither was I, but say I watched it reruns, you know? You ever heard of Nick at Night? Yeah, George Lopez, baby! No, back then when it was actual, when it was actual good Nick at Night, and they showed classic retro shit. Ah, Fresh Low Prince. Rider. Uh, Fresh Prince and uh, Full House and all that. And George like, Lopez, baby! Yeah. I feel like the 80s got totally undersold in terms of reruns, because Nick at Night and TBS, by the way, Went from, like, 60s and 70s straight to Saved by the Bell. Well, uh, <laughs> TBS had Mama's Family. That's how I watched it. That's true. That's true. But, and like, Nick at Night went from, like, Saturday Night Live and Carol Burnett and Get Smart and Green Acres to Fresh Prince and Friends. Yep. Mac here. And I was like, whoa, what? Wait a minute. Hold and, on. And uh, <laughs> TBS also weirdly had, like, Pee Wee Herman because I remember it was in the morning. Yeah, it was Because weird. it was always, like. That's how you want to walk out. That's how you want to wake up. Pee Wee Herman. It was Pee Wee's Playhouse and Mama's House. Shout out to Mr. Wizard. Mama's Fat. Mama's TBS Fat. did yeah. weird shit in the morning when no, they thought nobody was watching. Yeah. It was like. First, Mr. Wizard. They used to have a four-hour block of Married with Children yeah. every morning. And then they would do, like, Matlock. <laughs> Straight Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, now which doesn't even make sense because I was homesick. I was watching Prices Right, baby. <laughs> yeah, but that CBS, but on yeah. TBS now it's Charmed and Supernatural. Yeah, but totally fucked with up. the Get Smart movie, uh, I need to rewatch it because I was really uh, disappointed in it. I, it was disappointing. Yeah, it should have been good with who was in it. All of you. The only part I liked was The Rock uh, stapling something to that dude's forehead. But other than that, because I because I love the original and I love Steve Carell. So I was like, Coed, this is going to be awesome. And then... Mine was when Bill Murray showed up in a tree, like, at a, for, like, no reason. <laughs> it's like, the hey. best role he's ever had, because it's very small. He doesn't talk a lot. Mm. Well, let's get on to Monday night, shall we? Monday night, Rose, November 20th. Let's talk about Get Smart instead. 20th. 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 It's the 20th. The 20th of the year 2000. We're in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah. But not at the golf it don't, course. It only so. matters in April. Otherwise, yeah. fuck Augusta, Georgia. Birthplace of James Brown. Again, fuck Georgia. Commentary team is one. To be the Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, Scott Hudson. Hey, they're back, baby. Not in England, so Scott Hudson can be there. We get a recap of Thunder of the Goldberg Luger situation and Queewee uh, winning a uh, uh, number one contendership against uh, above uh, average Mike Sanders. Uh, we find out that last week in their uh, tour in Germany, 
Uh, Alex Wright won the tag titles, and Disco had a severe injury. I was right. The pay-per-view was that week because I have that pay-per-view in German commentary. So they never say it. What happened to Disco? You know, I don't know. They never said it. But he was hurt. Uh, they say it on Thunder. Because Hugh Morris replaces him in the match. Yeah. Because, you know, America's fighting along with Germans. That makes sense. Well, uh, it was 2000. It was a... According to commentary, I think they say it later tonight or on Thunder, it's a bad back. Like a back injury happened. It's funny. You think Alex would have the bad back from carrying oh, disco? You beat me to it by two seconds. God <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Uh, we go Fuck to disco. <laughs> there it is. We go to earlier today with uh, Lex Luger talking with Mike Sanders saying that if he has a match tonight, he's a ratings getter. Can you imagine a worse conversation to listen to? No. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, Palumbo runs no. in, tells that O'Hare's been taken out. Then we cut. Uh, then we cut to a serious Mike Sanders looking at the camera, cutting a Ric Flair promo like Flair did last week. You laugh. Are better we wrong? Better because he's not Ric Flair. I mean, Sanders says uh, you can take your jokes and dislikes, but that's where I draw the line. Like Max Sanders, better, better worker too. Oh my god! And his better daughter. Is he a vet? What? Well, because Mike Sanders is a seasoned vet. Yeah, he's a seasoned vet. This is the worst gimmick. At first, I was like, like he was in deserts. I don't know. No, no, he's a, he's a vet. <laughs> saying he's only been in the company for a year and a half, and he thinks he's a vet. Well, he's only been in wrestling two years. It's yeah. not even the company. I would enjoy the gimmick more if he really went all out and dug, did some research and been like, when I broke in in Amarillo in '73 with Dory Senior and if blah, he was blah, like blah. pretending he wrestled since yeah. the '70s, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Then I would enjoy the gimmick a little more. But he's just like, yeah, a year and a half, I'm a grizzled vet, and this new greenhorn here, Buff Bagwell. I'm like, really? Uh, lame. Is he better than Buff? Uh, who, Mike Sanders? <laughs> yeah. I can't say yes, for real. I can't. I can't I'm, Bagwell's low on the totem pole, but Sanders hasn't shown me anything in the ring at all. Like, he can cut an okay promo, but even that's not better than Buff. It's just maybe Buff's level. Fair enough. Well, Sanders cussed this promo saying that you took out O'Hare, but it would be, uh, um, what was it? Instead of O'Hare, oh, um, that it would be the perfect event of uh, Stasiak and uh, Palumbo taking on Alex Wright and a partner of Sanders choosing tonight. Also, the main event will be Booker T versus Lex Luger because that's a ratings getter, folks. Oh, sure. If you say so. Maybe in 97 when putting over Booker Could have done the company a world of good I feel like we talked about that hmm, weird. Yeah. About two years ago <laughs> yeah, whoops. Did you see the picture of Booker? Yes I have Yeah, He looked buff Well you know McMahon does distribute steroids So regardless of what that Burger trial thought Booker can't talk about that NDA. Uh, let's go to our first match of the night And this is going to be J.B. Noble Versus uh, Yang okay. a meow. More on steroid distribution later I'm not kidding. I have a great fact about that. I can't wait. Should I just bring it up now or you forget? No, it's later. Oh, okay. Oh, I wrote it down. I'm oh, not gonna okay, it. okay, okay, okay. Uh, Jamie with a head scissors takedown. Jamie does a senton off the top turnbuckle to the outside. Leia Meow hits a Frankensteiner on Noble on the outside. Jealous. Uh, <laughs> Evan Courageous comes out, but three count comes out to attack Evan. Thank Noble. God for three count. Noble does a springboard crossbody onto three count on the outside. Noble then rolls up Yang for the win. Three count Damn attacks right. Noble, 
But then Evan Courageously makes the save. Wait a wait a minute. Jamie Noble did a tope suicida to the outside and then went into the ring and rolled up his opponent. Mm-hmm. What, what the fuck? <laughs> How does that make sense? Science? Yes. <laughs> I will say this. God I enjoyed it. this being the opener because one, it harkened. I mean, it, it wasn't as good as. Don't get me wrong, but it harkened back to when they would start Nitro with a hot cruiserweight match. I mean, Jamie's as good as Ray. The other guy's as good as Eddie. It makes mm, sense. I wouldn't say that. In '97 time frame, I would say though that Jamie Noble is low key one of my favorite underrated wrestlers. Um, He's real good, particularly of the last twenty years. So I'm never going to bitch about seeing Jamie <clears throat> Noble. I was going to bring this up. Because it was bugging me all match. There's nothing to do with this. Yeah. Who was the other half of JJ Security? Jerry Mercury. Jerry Mercury. <sighs> Even I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, who the fuck was driving me nuts? Joe had it right away. I had to, I'm like. The Mercury. entire match, I was like, because I was like, I'm, I'm not going to look it up. I want to figure it out. I could not think of who it was. It was bugging the shit out of me. Oh. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jamie Noble. I mean, up until he ran into Sheamus. Uh, well, you know. But. Well, I'll have Former to Ring of Honor World Champion. Say what now? Jamie Noble. By the way, who did he beat? He beat CM Punk. <laughs> um, <laughs> to win the world title. How and so what? So CM are we, Punk uh, gave Sheamus a little hush money here, and he said, "Hey, uh, get him back for me by powerbombing him to fucking hell." Because and once what are he we got, doing? because once he got released from WWE in two thousand four for a steroid violation. By the way. Joey Mercury, or, Joey, or not later, Noble. Joey Noble. Uh, he went out on the indies and proceeded to Drew McIntyre himself, make a real name in the time, and Ring of Honor used him as a serious technical threat. I mean, he was a Dean Malenko type, like Big worker. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the part I was trying to make. Uh, so much so that he was like the number one contender, and when Punk won the title, Jamie Noble's the guy that beat him to send him on his way to WWE Developmental, finally. <laughs> that was the last feud. Was Jamie Noble? Well, it wasn't a feud. The last, uh, the last match period was with Cold. Okay. But, like, yeah, that summer of Punk, uh, Noble's the one that beat him to take the belt Jesus off Jesus Christ, dude. And then... Shout out to Jamie Noble. Poor Gabe Sapolsky. He loses Punk. Noble wins the title. Then he's like, by the way, I'm going to WWE, too. But he agrees to stick around, do the honors to the guy they pick. So they pick Brian Danielson. So Danielson beats Noble. And this time Danielson makes a deal. He's like, look, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sign anything. I'm gonna stay here for this at is least oh five. This is oh five. This is fall of oh five. I will stay here at least a year. I'm not leaving you. Don't worry about it. Because that's two in a row in like four months. Yeah. That's like goddamn. He leave to what, nine? Two thousand nine? Yeah. 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 So that's the story there. So yeah, former Ring of Honor world champion, James Gibson, well, as he was known at the time. Future. Well, Ring yeah, of Honor world champion, Jamie Noble. How about that? So uh, His year is so fucking good in 2005. It's ridiculous. Damn. I, did you have any idea he was Ring of Honor world no, champion? No, I didn't even know he Holy went. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I mean, it makes, him, it makes sense being in Ring of Honor, but champ, fuck, man. Good on him. Yeah. Made uh, a name for himself, and they, called, they came back. Hey. Hell yeah. We're going to do nothing with you, but we're going to give you a lot of money. Uh, we see Luger leaving the office of Ric Flair. Uh, last sucky, week, sucky last week, Scott Steiner attacked Sting with a straight uh, with a straight jacket on and with a with a pipe and all that stuff. Uh, Sting has a bad injury and he's going to be out for a while. He gone. He gone. He gone. I'm going to continue that with you guys. 
as we're in the closing days, I'm going to let you know when people are gone. There's going to be a few of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Alex Wright backstage on the phone talking with Disco and about how he has to defend his title. That reminds uh, me. Vampiro, he go. Really? That concussion injury from Halloween Havoc was serious. I mean, it's one of the most nasty spills I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah. It was serious enough. Uh, have you guys seen the one on Twitter Jeff sent you? Yes, just did. Similar to that. <laughs> There was concern he might have to retire at this point because of it. Uh, Alex Wright ta- uh, walks it, walks into uh, Chronic and asks for help, but they told him that uh, he knows the gimmick and uh, Wright has no money. So, uh, um, and then the filthy animals show up, and then they start throwing <laughs> stuff at Alex Wright for, you know, because... Um, is Alex right? Uh, we go to the ring with Ric Flair as Ric Flair talks up Georgia. Now he loves it. He says that uh, Sanders booked Booker T versus Luger for the title. Flair says he can't change the match, so he's going to spice it up. Stop. Stop. Oh, okay. He literally said last week, I don't care that you're commissioner, I'm going to overrule you. One week. That's pretty good in WWE. I hate this company. As, uh, he says, by the way, if Luger wins. I'm used to it being one segment. If Luger wins the title tonight, guess what, guys? He's going to defend that title against Goldberg at Mayhem. See, you guys are laughing. I actually enjoy that because so often, especially during this time frame, they put the title online the week before the pay-per-view, and then they just be like, well, don't know what would happen with pay-per-view. And they leave it ambiguous. At least he says straight up, no, if he wins, that match is the main event. I just would just assume at this time frame that if Luger won the title, it would be Goldberg still. Now, see, what I I would do, and I know because it makes sense to me, contracts are signed. I would say, look, if he he wins the title tonight, he's taking on Steiner at the pay-per-view. And Booker's taking on Goldberg. That's what I would say. That's logical, right? Steiner's in the title match. Yeah, Steiner's yeah. the number one contender. He has the contract signed. Yeah, Steiner's nothing to do with the title match tonight. Yeah, because in the old days, it used to be like, you know, Flair beats Dusty Rhodes for the NWA title in Kansas City. Guess what? He took over Dusty's contracts for the remainder of what he had signed. Yep. They, and they legitimately would do that. They'd be like, okay. So they would get word to the next territory the champ was coming into saying, look, now it's Ric Flair. He'll be here next week to take on, you know, Jimmy Joe Banana Man. And this guy's going to match one an hour. <laughs> instead, of, instead of Dusty. So I kind of like that theory. That's Mike, what they should have Mike done. Sanders worked that card. Right? I couldn't vet it that he is. Uh, brings he was down in Mexico in 68 when Nash invented the Tope Suicida. And the thing, enough, and, he stabbed Brody. And the reason why uh, Flair <laughs> mentions this, that if Luger wins Goldberg gets the title match, because Flair goes says, I don't care about this dumb streak that Russo ha- is making Goldberg well, so that's go nothing, God. So No, it's not. It's not. It's not. You know, no. He says he doesn't care about it, but they don't kill it. They don't kill it. Dory, uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out. I He's hate this a- company. Did I say that already? <laughs> yeah. You have. Okay. Uh, we're only 15 minutes into this episode, and you're right. Oh, it felt like 45. Yep. Uh, no, I'm talking about us talking. Uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out. He says he has a big announcement. He's He's been saying, hey, for months now, you've been wondering who the father of Stacey Keeler's I love this. This is so uh, good, dude. child is. As uh, Jarrett knows who knocked up Keebler and says, well... It was the chosen one. It was the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) I Uh, have no recollection of this. Me either. I was like, what in the fuck is happening here? As David Flair comes (laughs) out instantly. This felt like Jeff was like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm just going to do this. We're (laughs) we're going to do this tonight. Fuck this shit. 
As David Flair comes out instantly. I'm bored. <laughs> Jarrett says, you want to know where, David? Uh, as David wants to know where and when. Uh, Jarrett says, it's the night after Grand American Bash. Jarrett was at the hotel around 2 a.m. Uh, she showed up. Somewhere uncomfortable. Like the back of a bug? There it is. As uh, he says that she brought a shopping bag. He's back on the escalator. After uh, Jarrett tells a story about words. what happened, David wants to know what was in the bag. Uh, Jarrett What's in the box? <laughs> Toys. Uh, no, it's not toys. As Jarrett says, it's full of crap. I like this story. And then he hits David with the guitar. As he should have. I love that. Uh, then Buff Bagwell comes out and then brawls with Jarrett and knocks him off the stage. I don't think he was supposed that. to knock him off the stage. I think they were just too close yep. and he couldn't stay on. Yep. That's what it looked like and to me. And did the best he could not killing himself. Yeah. Yep. Because he kind of landed and rolled and, you know. I was like, I don't think that was on purpose. don't think that was supposed to happen. Because, like, there wasn't a table there. Like, no. there was nothing to break his fall other than concrete. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Nash asking fitfully if he saw. I didn't hear who he asked. Probably Sanders. The or Thrillers. He's looking for Thrillers. thrillers. Okay. Uh, Nash tells him, uh, Fit to tell them that uh, he's not alone tonight. And he says, nice to see you back. Yeah. Because Finley had been injured with that. He got oh, sorry. But he was injured with that leg injury, and he came back. Yep. But he, he got hurt again. Yeah. And now he's just a, an agent. He loves to fight, though. Uh, we're going to promo with Team Canada. As, uh, as I love to fight. And fuck. And make him sign in there. Easy, my dude. As uh, Lance Storm announces that Prime Time will be uh, teaming up with Alex Wright. And uh, Lance Storm would be taking on Kiwi as I guess primetime was. It's like I got confused by this promo because it's like wasn't primetime prime supposed, supposed to take, take on Kiwi, but Sanders put him in the title match, so now Lance Storm's taking on Kiwi. There it is. Makes sense to me. I think so too. But he moved him around. They just card, card. subject to change. There it is. It's a great documentary. Uh, we get a recap of Alex Wright winning the titles in Germany. So our next match is Alex Wright and Primetime. Uh, is that a good show? The German yeah. show? So it's, the crowd popped. Was he over at all? <sighs> yes. He was? It, it, it's more... Okay, so it's only in German commentary, so yeah. that doesn't help me much. But the card, and the card itself off. is... Kevin Kelly. Right? The card <laughs> itself is like you're a Nitro or pay-per-view from this time frame, so it's not out of this world. But it was more enjoyable for me to watch because the crowd was so into it. Like, he was super over, Sting was super over, and Nash was super over. Like, those three. It checks out. More than anybody else. It was like, Jesus Christ. So was it supposed to be just a short title run for them anyways? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, it probably would have been longer than this, but... Fair enough. Because I can't believe they had an idea of putting them back on these two. One in particular. Uh, versus the perfect <laughs> event. Um, Plumbo with a sidekick on right. Plumbo and Stasiak do a double-team slingshot suplex. Uh, Alex Wright hits a missile drop kick on Stasiak, but the filthy animals come out. Ray distracts the ref, and Kidman hits the Kid Crusher on right, allowing Stasiak to get the cover. So you're new tag team champions. The it's perfect a lot of filthy animals. Why the fuck are they attacking? What the fuck? Because they're still feuding with Boogie Knights. So fuck they're you. I guess? With, I think they're still feuding with fucking West Texas Rednecks. What the fuck is happening? I don't know. They have no direction for rap is crap. Uh, uh, we, I, I will say this. Uh, I usually am. <clears throat> You know, whatever, however you want to flow your style, whatever, right? 
But Alex Wright, I don't understand the no beard, no hair, but sideburns. The and tiny sideburns. Yeah. I, I don't really understand what's happening there. Maybe can it's you, a Holocaust thing. I don't know. Can you do something to, to fix that? Jesus. Well, you German, what? <laughs> they killed Jews, I don't tell you. Yeah, it's real well, folks. Not his generation. I mean... It's grandma, probably. Grandfather, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, we uh, we gonna we go onto a promo. Of Jimmy Hart talking about something, <laughs> but then Mad Cow comes out. That DJ from Chicago comes it's out. Man Cow, Man Cow. Is it Man Cow? Right? It's Man Cow. It's Man Cow. Man Cow. Because Mad Cow is the other Mad fucker. Cow right? Watching him. Yeah. As yeah. Uh, he comes out, hits him a trash can. However, this was taped last week. As Man Cow was wearing the same shirt he was. Maybe last he week. only has one shirt. I just love the fact I that in this. It. I just love the fact that in this little clip they. They proved in, with with no doubt that Man Cow, the fucking spinsterly, like pot bellied DJ from Chicago, is is tougher and more of a man than not just Jimmy Hart, but one of your cruiserweight tag teams and most of your officials. <laughs> he As, was just whipping it, ass. Yeah, he was whipping ass because uh, Hart had a uh, three count with him. Yeah, so, yeah. you would so, like him when he's angry. Apparently, I was go, like, "What the fuck?" Man? We go backstage with a not wet Pamela. Pamela with Kiwi and Ming. Kiwi uh, says it's okay. Kui Ming. Ming Kui? Ming Kui. Kui Ming. Oh Kui. my god. <laughs> Gonna Kui Ming that all over. Like a category of porn up. Oh. Yeah. Kui Ming tonight. No. She's a queemer. Oh, I think that's something Vince has to pay for now. Kiwi <laughs> uh, says it's okay for him taking on Stormer Knight because he has a title match against Sanders at Mayhem. Uh mm. Kiwi says, though, uh, even though he's supposed to be taking on Storm tonight, uh, he has a replacement for him, and it's General Erection. Ugh, Christ almighty. As Duggan said, uh, as uh, Ming says, he wants Duggan. Uh, we go backstage with Jindrak as he comes in and asks Sanders if he saw that. As Sanders says, uh, well, Kiwi, uh, he can take Kiwi on, uh, Kiwi on on a bad day. And Jindrak says if he's going to ask if he's going to set it off. And uh, Sanders says, "Don't worry, Kiwi will be next." As they kept saying, "Are you, are you really going to set it off?" As they're trying hard to get that over. S O L, because that ain't getting over. <laughs> Just like that, not oh, getting falling apart. What in the fucking hell? We go backstage <laughs> with that guy Reno, who's celebrating with Palumbo and Stasiak. As then Reno goes and grabs his bag, and then he hears this from uh, "This is for Maria." And Vito hits him with something. And that sounded like it hurt. That sounded like that connected fully. I was Vito, like, ah! Vito from that Russo scope of, uh, we're just going to swing as hard as we can with this weapon and see what happens. Because I, I he hit him I mean, square on the top of the dome. I don't think Reno was selling. No. no. Like, he was unconscious. He was like, this oh. is for Maria. Uh, we go back, we go back Maria, to... Maria, Maria. Thank you, Santana. We got a duo... The product GB. Uh, look at you! Look at you, Tower Records. We go uh, to uh, hell yeah. Commentary no as the timeout. What just happened? However, the battle battle dome guys want something, and they want to jump over the barrier carry. <sighs> I, you guys probably love this, but I I don't know. This and this. Fuck you! No, I watched Battle Dome back then. I didn't need him to interrupt, introduce, like interact with this shit. No, we're this good. is fucking terrible. Uh, we go back to Pamela with Alex Wright as he says that the Philly Animals robbed them. They robbed did. him of the titles. That's true. Um, yeah. If it was another tag team, Dose W would do everything and uh, anything about it to well, make it right. Yeah. 
His name is Alex Wright. <laughs> so don't worry. Dis- Alex Wright then challenges the filthy animals to a handicap match at Mayhem of him and Disco versus Conan, Ray, and Kidman. And probably uh, hmm. Tigress. Face full stuff. Well, as long as she stuff. gets her outback from Taker. Yep. She's got something to wear. Yeah. He stole Tigress's fucking outfit to wear his jeans. You've done it now. <laughs> uh, we go back We go back to the Filthy, ringside with the Batter Dome guys. Badass. That's the way we like it. <laughs> what? American uh, animal. American you know? filthy animal. Yeah. <laughs> ah, am a filthy animal. <laughs> that just... I don't know how, but it seems really racist. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know how. Because he calls everybody essay and pro. You talk funny essay. <laughs> oh, dale. <laughs> uh, Riva Derchi La Rasa. Ditches, ditches the uh, motorcycle for a lowrider. <laughs> I lie. I cheat. I steal. Essay. In peace. <laughs> <laughs> You Paul Bear comes back as a cholo. <laughs> yeah. oh, I need Paul Bear as a cholo stat. Wait, that was Rosie, I believe, actually. They've already had that. Don't worry. For some reason, he'll be teaming up with the SA Rio. Yeah, three minute warning. That's fine. Um, we see the Batterdome guys at ringside still arguing with the uh, security. As then Rick Steiner comes <laughs> out with a belt, the Battledome belt. Yeah, he does. As he says, he took a visit down to LA and saw the Battledome. Uh, uh, arena and decided on to, their asses. Yep, just decided to uh, take their belt. Uh, Steiner then tells one of them to come in the ring. Uh, T Money Terry Crews he does come in and then they uh, fight for a second. And then Battle of <sighs> them guys comes in to hold, uh, uh, they outnumber him and uh, Crews uh, lays them into him. If you know what I mean. I, I was gonna bring it up. I was like, so here's the thing, guys. This exposed that uh, Cruz has no idea how to work. Yeah. yeah, but they have elbow pads and knee pads. Which is good for them. Gimmick on the show is that it's shoot fighting, but it's essentially celebrity boxing. It's just real low level and just fighting yeah. with huge yeah. gloves. The thing is, if you know that he can't work, and it's clear, I mean, there's no reason he should know how to work. It's yeah. fine. I don't care if he does. It's Rick Steiner. You could just punch him. He'll be fucking fine with it. Yeah. You're not gonna hurt him. You're Terry fucking Cruz. He's not worried about it. Yeah. Just, you know, you're not gonna accidentally knock him out. Lay up the fuck <laughs> in, dude. Just lay it because you look. It look. It okay. It's not worse than the dark quarter. It's not good though. Yeah, yeah. No, that would connect good. at least to skin. So you know, yeah, he that. hit skin or dark quarters <laughs> hit nothing. The general direction and someone's yeah. highlights that the, they're a chair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the chair. <laughs> I'm a chair. Oh my fucking god. Oh. Jesus, that was terrible. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, Fireball. Security around. Ra- yeah, that's uh, how the young bucks don't book anymore. <laughs> they come out and uh, separate the Battle Dome guys and and Rick Steiner. Uh, we go backstage with the Thrillers oh, as uh, Reno barges in and says he wants uh, Vito as then Reno is going to set it off. Oh my Excellent. God. This is my favorite part of the show. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the night. Did you guys not catch it? Because he interrupts... Sean Stasiak on the phone yeah. trying to order food. Yeah. He ordered meat lovers. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, no, I, I want like, three yes, meat lovers. He fucking said it. <laughs> you know it's a rib, dude. You fucking know it is. Extra cheese, he says. Oh. But no, he ordered three extra large meat lover I pizzas. 
because he had that stupid ass grin on his face. I popped so no, hard I for that. that. I was like, oh my god, meat oh lovers. Oh my god, dude. I loved it so much. <laughs> meat lovers. My favorite's coming up. <laughs> oh, this made my night. Uh, we go. We get a recap of what just happened. Battle them guys and Rick Steiner. I John Stacy. It's no. like, we're to replay that. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage to the MIA as they're saying that Let's they're going to... see how Smoothie ordered that pizza. They're, they're, uh, no, uh, they're no longer taking any prisoners. So then... What, were they? I, I, I don't know. Uh, last time I checked, Canada did, and they got they got her to a flip. I mean, they attacked the Baldwins, but that's all I know. She had Stockholm Syndrome when Canadian. <laughs> Let's go to our promo you know now. Canadian and never go back? I don't know oh, how to yeah. say it goes. Once you yes. go Canadian, you never can Canadian. I got nothing. Uh, let's go to promo time with Kevin Ash. Uh, Nash, yes. Nash brings up that he has 13 months, 10 days left on his contract. And he said, <laughs> Tony, who's counting? No, my favorite. Tony kind of annoyingly saying, but who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> Madden going, Nash, I think. Nash, <laughs> as he's decided to have the time of his life. Now he said, he, Nash says he drove to Georgia with, him, with with one of his close friends that he can trust. Uh, Nash then says, uh, If only. Uh, Sanders uh, gave the thrills the tag titles. So Nash calls out Sanders because him and his partner want a tag match for those titles at Mayhem. Uh, the th- thrillers come out. Na- Sanders says that he'll give Nash the match. Uh, Nan- Sanders says he's been doing the research and Nash isn't really a popular guy in the back. Um, Nash says that he's learned a long time ago that you can make friends or make money. Nash just makes money. Yep. Um, Can't confirm. And those greenhorns are all like, hoo, 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 and they should have been writing the taking notes. Texas size 10 He was actually shooting at this point. Because like. there was a spot where uh, Sanders... Says a line, and then Nash is like, "Where'd you get that from? The gimmick R Us or Cheap like Heat One Hundred One? Cheap Heat One Hundred One. Yeah. He's totally just killing them here. Yeah, and uh, they should have been. This is that. um one of those Cena Reigns moments. Like, all right, kid, let's see if you could hang. Yep, yeah. that's exactly what it was. It he was. couldn't hang. He could nope. not hang. He uh, cause you honestly, honestly, I felt bad because you saw he got that deer in the headlights. He's like. Fuck. When the cheap heat 101 came. I don't know what to do now. With the cheap heat 101, he came, oh fuck. Which is the thing, like, with Roman, all of it shit scripted, so he had he didn't know what to do. Like, you can just say whatever the fuck you want here. Say something. Any, literally anything. Make fun of Scott Hall being drunk and fired. Yep. Say something. Nope. He no, just he, got that, like, got glazed over, and he got ran the fuck over by a diesel truck, Joe. That truck had diesel power. It was a diesel truck. <laughs> Bits. Apparently Joe got ran over by a diesel truck. Sorry, I thought there was going to be a fan, a fan running. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, Nash uh, says, uh, 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 says what makes you think that you can take me in the ring, but you boys know you can't hang with me at the bar. That was a stiff shot. <laughs> that made a man. Yeah. And the ring, brother. Thrillers come out, but then <laughs> DDP comes out and makes the save as DDP is that close friend. As the crowd thinking, hey, close friend, could it, could it be they the They definitely return? wanted you oh, to think it was Scott Hall. They've been hammering that point home. But the, the people who know knew it wasn't. Yeah. And the, I... It's the best of... It's making the best of a situation. I'll be honest... 
I would not mind seeing. I don't know how this tag team will be. I, you know, not seen Mayhem, but give it to me two years ago, maybe. I think that it's a good use of both of them at this point because yep. you got two vets who are going to be working with a group of green guys. This promo proved they need help in multiple areas, but in the ring, these guys can help. Nash is by no means a Dean Malenko, but he knows psychology and can teach him, you know, the right time to do shit. And DDP has openly said he loves working with young people. Yeah. So really, it's... it's he's like 75 years old. It's a good spot for both of them, and it gets DDP out of the um, Battle Dome shit because I think, well, whether you like him or not, I think you'd agree. DDP is way too big of a star to be in that Battle Dome shit. Oh, God, yes. So, like, get him out of that. Oh, God. I mean, this dude, <laughs> you, I mean, you could hate it and because he should have sucked, but he was with Rodman and Malone, like, yeah. for a reason. So, like, the, he, he was slumming doing that Battle Dome shit. You could tell. I was like, what's he doing in that? Even They even moved Buffed away. They were like, mm-hmm. nah, yeah, Buff, we, we need to put you somewhere else. Rick Steiner, you're the right level. Yeah. <sighs> Oops. Feel bad for whoever he wrestles at Mayhem. That's going to not feel great. Oh, gee. <laughs> uh, we're going to go backstage with Pamela as uh, she's with Lex Luger. I know the now shock and all. Uh, Luger is shocked that Pamela is accusing Luger uh, for manipulation. Uh, <laughs> Just spelling out basic facts, Luger. <laughs> Luger says uh, that, is, is, that is, is in his best intentions for Luger to be champion. Luger talks about how Goldberg should be thinking about that, about that, about how, you know, if he wins the, the match. If he wins the match, Goldberg gets a title shot. So, so Goldberg, you hear that? If I win the match, I actually like this. If I win the match, Goldberg, you get a title shot. I actually liked it. The psychology was good. Yeah. Because and it, and they couldn't have done it with anybody other than Luger. He's the slimy but smart narcissistic douchebag. Yeah, but makes a hundred percent sense for him to do it. He was always the smart. Steiner does. This doesn't work with Steiner. He was a horseman. He, yeah. knows, he knows what he's doing. Steiner's a hothead. Yep. Jarrett could have done this, but I again, Jar- it, but it doesn't even fit the chosen no, one. It would, I don't do you think, think Nash? No, no. It only works with Luger. Yeah, Luger's the only one because he's you got to be a slimy shitbag heel, but you also have to be smart. And the theory is Luger was always smart. That's why he was a shitbag. Well, yep. what? Not too long, a couple weeks ago, when Luger turned on uh, Rection, they uh, fucking Shivani yells, can Luger be trusted? And he's like, <laughs> no, no. No. Says, no. But he knows that. He's not trying to get Goldberg on no. his side. He's just trying to get Goldberg to do the work for him yep. in exchange for a title match at Mayhem because the end justifies the means, and Luger's a, a smart smart guy when it comes to that part. That's good. I, didn't, I, I liked it. Would have been better if the announcers would have hammered at home a little more succinctly. Yeah. I Tony can't be bothered to pay attention. Tony's no. not paying attention to shit. Not one bit. Mart Madden gets it, but it's not his job to say it. Yep. And Hudson's I, there. Hudson is. I, I just collect a paycheck. Yeah. Like he's trying, but like he's trying, whatever. He's, he's it's also like, not his job. Yeah, he's like it's, it's Tony's job here. What's uh, what's mm-hmm. happening? Here? I do worldwide, son. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> uh, we're gonna recap of last week of Major Guns turning on MIA and joining Team Canada. Oh, leading our next, all turns. Leading our next match to Lance Storm and Jim Duggan versus Ming <sighs> and General Erection. Mm. And this leads to one of my favorite remarks on the show. Oh, where Mark Madden uh, referenced that it was likely she became Canadian because breast. Implants are cheaper in Canada with healthcare. You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. You're not wrong. And I was like, God damn it, man. I love that, like, 
He has always hated Tyleen Buck. Mm-hmm. And sort of is on her side when she's a heel, but still but takes still shots take at her. Shot, yeah, yeah. Because he can. I don't know what the fuck happened, but goddamn, does he hate her? He does not like her. Holy shit, he hates her with a passion. <laughs> I love it. To me, it's great. God. Uh, before the match, Storm talks about how the USA is still trying to figure out their president. As it's hard, it's not hard to count people. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. It's, it's easier when you throw half of them away, <laughs> right? Uh, during the match, Rection runs off the rope and Primetime hits him with the Canadian flag. MIA comes out to attack what? Primetime. You ever notice that the Americans never use that shit as a weapon? Like, what are you guys doing? Um, yeah, MIA sling. Flag if it, you know, if it doesn't, if it hits the ground. You, you know. gotta burn it, right? That's what you they know, say. It's, uh, what about the Canadian flag? Since it hit, it, nah, it's fine. As it hits the ground. It's not a real flag, brother. Because MIA comes out and attacks Primetime. Uh, Loco and, uh... Loco and Cajun slingshot primetime into AWOL for a knee breaker. Um, during the match, though, however, Rection rolls up Duggan for the win. Give me my dollar. Uh, then we go backstage with Shane Douglas talking to Jeff Jarrett. I forgot Shane Douglas was there. Me too. I was just hoping he wasn't anymore. I, hope, I was hoping he would give me a he's gone. But nope. um, Commentary brings... Does uh, he finish out? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mike Sanders joins commentary as they question him about his the tag match he just made. Uh, Sanders says the tag match stands, but he will come up Same. with something for Sunday. As Sanders is lost, yeah. is lost for words. As the next match is Kiwi with Paisley taking on Goldberg. I mean, it's I one of the greatest spears in the history of ever. And I in don't this match. mind the storyline of the evil commission using his power. You don't mind to take the guy he wants to to beat on it's Sunday good and go against Goldberg. And he breaks but him the fucking half, this dude. Spear oh is my god, sick! It's one of the Kiwi is a tough motherfucker, dude. Because <laughs> Goldberg, uh, you know, he doesn't know how to not kill somebody. Uh, Bret Hart would agree. Jesus Christ, dude. Less than a minute, though. Spear jackhammer. Uh, 20-0. As this brings out Ric Flair. As Flair says he sees Sanders having problems being a wrestler slash commissioner. Flair says, well, Sanders is a wrestler, and uh, he'll be wrestling next. As Sanders will be taking on Goldberg to make it an even uh, playing field. As uh, Goldberg. Didn't mind this part either, because it's like, okay, now you get your comeuppance, bitch. Spear jackhammer, 21-0. Look at them telling stories. For a week. I like him. The shoes got knocked off. That was great, dude. He's kicked him <laughs> off. His dress flying out of his ass. Uh, we go backstage with Pamela with Booker T. Uh, she uh, asks him what he thinks about Goldberg getting she involved. asked him a question. Asked him a question. Asked you a question. Uh, Go- uh, Booker says he doesn't care what type of games the Luger is playing. And then he, Booker's like, I don't care if Goldberg or Center interfere. Just don't hate the player. Hate the game. We got a recap of Douglas costing the cat, the commissionership, and uh, Douglas hitting Miss Jones this past couple of weeks. And then we get a promo of Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson as um, as Wilson brings up this is the first time she's in front of a inbred pe- inbred family in uh, Georgia. As uh, Douglas says uh, that we are part of one of the largest family reunions. As then Douglas challenges the cat to a match at Mayhem. That's a, that's a no for me, Doc. Douglas brings up Buff Bagwell and how uh, Buff is having a match uh, with uh, a well-rested Douglas. 
So our, our next match is Shane Douglas versus Buff Bagwell. That was that Queen Wee Goldberg spear. <laughs> like, didn't we just see this feud? <laughs> didn't we just feud? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, that's, uh, fight know. forever. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Douglas hits a power driver, uh, attacks the neck, uh, headlock as commentary brings up the fact that we're Buff's uh, paralyzation a couple years ago. This still could have effects with the neck attack. Well, if at first you don't succeed. Try it again. Uh, Douglas hits the Pittsburgh plunge, but only gets a two. Tori gets on the apron to distract Buff, but Buff ducks Douglas's clothesline, and Douglas knocks Tori off the apron. Buff hits a double-arm DDT and goes for the blockbuster, but Jarrett comes out, holds Buff, but then the cat comes out and brawls with Jarrett. Buff hits the blockbuster for the win. Um... Cat gets the mic and calls Douglas back to the ring and says, you know what, I accept your challenge at Mayhem, but if I lose, I'll kick Mark Madison's fat ass. <laughs> and then he has to dance. I know for a fact that they made this tag match uh, just to troll the internet in the year 2000. No. Because you weren't going to find two more universally hated wrestlers on the internet in 2000 than Shane Douglas and Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Not a, it's impossible. Yep. They just put an X-Pac with the group and just... Right, that would have been the fucking building burned down. That would have been the internet triple threat. <laughs> what an X factor! Uh, we're gonna recap of Scott Steiner attacking people with weapons these past couple weeks. Uh, we go to a promo with Scott Steiner as he's crying, saying uh, he wants to say that he's sorry, but uh, Steiner gave uh, a fair warning to people, and people got hurt, and he told Sting to walk away, and Sting didn't. When Sting returns, uh, he hurt Sting again. Uh, Steiner calls Flair an old son of a bitch because he's trying to screw Steiner out of the title again by having Luger getting a title shot tonight. Steiner brings up that, by the way, if Goldberg wins and if he gets the title shot, I beat him already. So, I beat his ass already. So, um... Here it is. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. And he's going to end Booker's reign at Mayhem. Get Krober on the mound here. <laughs> uh, main event time for the Dose of Heavyweight title. Lex Luger versus Booker T. Booker T gets that main event shot. Uh, Scott Steiner joins commentary. Luger with a power slam. Booker with an axe kick. Goldberg runs down. Well, hold on. Before I want to say, okay. my favorite line of the night, because it's me, uh, happens with Steiner on commentary during the match. When they ask him about the anger management, and he said he, he did fine, but he left because it was a bunch of bullshit. And he said they had him uh, uh, watching Captain Kangaroo and playing solitaire with a deck of 51. There it is. And that's from an old yep, Statler Brothers captain. hit uh, from the 60s. Covered by Eric Flowers, yep. I believe. And I was like, you know what, fucking way to go, Scott. That that gets a thumbs up for me. Quoting the Statler Brothers, flowers on the wall, primo. Mm. Uh, Joe's like, I don't give a fuck I don't know that. I've never, you I, just I, it's a great song. I, I've never <laughs> heard the song. It's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, Goldberg runs down. Uh, Steiner leaves the table, and they get into I didn't it. Catch Ref- the line. Mm-hmm. I didn't even catch the line when he said it. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, I was like, "No way." <laughs> Ref's distracted. Steiner then uh, security comes out to separate them. Luger grabs a chair as Goldberg gets to the ring. Goldberg's gonna spear someone. Who's he gonna attack? But he spears Luger. Booker T covers Luger for the win. Off a spear. So Goldberg's a fucking idiot. I mean, yeah. Because you spare Booker, you get the title back on Sunday. Yep. Because, I mean, I doubt they're going to have Booker in the streak. Mean, yeah. uh, so, 
Storyline, kayfabe hat on. Storyline wise, Goldberg's a dumbass. Goldberg's a dumbass. Okay, cool. Uh, Goldberg and Booker. In real life, Goldberg's a dumbass. <laughs> yep. Goldberg and Booker yell at each other, and then Steiner and Booker get into it. Why until- is Goldberg and Booker? Why is he yelling? He helped you win. Because Booker's yelling so- first. <laughs> Booker's yelling at him first, and then he's like, you're next. So that was an eye trip. What the Harris boys cheering for in that match? I'm just curious. The answer is yes. Uh, let's go to Orlando, Florida. A double beating. We're going to go to Orlando. Yeah, yeah, I love being in Orlando for this company. It's so great. 11-20-2000, yeah. Monday Night Raw. Commentary team, JR, Jerry the King, and uh, Jerry the King Waller. Go recap of Survivor Series. Basically, what happened at the end of uh, Austin Triple H match? Isn't a murder. what Austin did worse than what Rikishi did last year? Because Austin, you could see, was breathing and alive. Yeah. Yep. Triple H uh, vanished like he was fucking Thanos snapped. <laughs> uh, Don't call it a comeback. Triple H music hits. Crowd that pops. Crowd pops, but it's Stephanie McMahon. And the crowd goes to the bathroom. She says it's a miracle that Triple H is alive. Almost, Joe, almost. She said, It's a miracle! <laughs> there it is. Hey, we're we're going to need you in full stuttering. Oh, oh, voice. Her that. voice is so fucking grating. Oh, my God. Uh, Triple H asked Stephanie to come out here uh, to the arena. Yeah. Later, brother. Uh, Triple H <laughs> has, brother. has no broken bones. The doctor thinks it's a... Uh, but the, Triple H is under medical care, but it's a miracle. It's no like, broken bones? When, uh, I don't know. Hulk Hogan uh, killed the rock in an ambulance and he came back with a little, little tape on his that ribs. pissed me off so much. Like, what the fuck, I dude? Psyched. Like, How I, can I you guess defend that? At least Triple H isn't here, but then you just have his wife saying, no, nah, he's fine. Uh, it's a miracle, guys, because he can breathe on his own, too. Shane McMahon <laughs> was in a hospital for like four weeks when he just like fell off a building through a crash pad. Like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Um, it boggles the mind. But then Stephanie has to bring and talk about how it's all about her, about Triple H is finally listening to her. Now, uh, boring chance start here. Yep. Which is We're fantastic. We're trying for a baby. As uh, Triple Not H has fault. sent uh, Stephanie to apologize, because Stephanie says that Triple H and her are trying to have a baby. So it's Triple H, uh, Stephanie wants Stone Cold to come out to accept the apology. Um, Austin comes out and he says he's not sorry for uh, raising Triple H 40 feet up in the air and dropping him. He's sorry that he didn't do it again. And he's sorry that Triple H is alive. So we just admitted to attempted murder? Yep. Yep. Uh, he's sorry for smelling Stephanie's stupid breath instead of <laughs> for uh, being at the morgue picking flowers. <laughs> Um, Steph, Stone Cold has a message for Triple H. He's the babyface. He ain't yeah. over. He ain't over by a long shot. He then turns to the camera and flips off the camera. Uh, Triple H. Uh, Stone Cold says he'll feel sorry when they go to the hospital and see that uh, Stephanie had a 15 pound baby, like with a 15 pound nose, nose for a baby. <laughs> um, Stone Cold tells Stephanie to tell Triple H that it's not over. This brings out Chris Benoit. Benoit I'm like, here, nurse. I'll take it from here, nurse. Uh, Benoit <laughs> says he's been toe-to-toe with Austin before, and you know what? He's not impressed. Benoit wonders what Austin would be like in a wrestling match. So Benoit challenges Austin to a normal wrestling match. Austin says that he knows he's not in the top ten of technical wrestlers, at being a technical wrestler, but he knows that he's in the top ten of beer drinking. Uh, Austin asks the fans, and... Uh, okay. They said yes, so Austin accepts the match. That's what you're good at. <laughs> so, uh, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you first. I want to hear you what you say first. I'm intrigued by the idea. I really am intrigued by the idea if it happened four years ago. Right. Before the next oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me, like, Ringmaster era versus Chris Benoit. <laughs> what do you think Gee, of the promo? Uh, it definitely sucks. Austin's was fine. I fucking loved Austin's promo. Yeah. The intensity. When he backed her into the corner and he's yelling in her face. Oh, he was like, I can study anytime I want to. I'm not going to do it, though. I loved every second yeah. of that. I think he was good here. I was like, this is the Stone Cold we need to see week to week right here. This is the goddamn thing we need. Because he, he was Stone Cold. He yep. didn't give a fuck. I'm, I'm sorry he ain't dead. Yep. I want you with the morgue picking out flowers. I was like, fucking hell. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. It's, but it's that fun. It's that funny thing of you had on the uh, pay per view war stories when you go back and listen to the aftermath of the Stone Cold Triple H match of basically Jr. having a hard on for Austin the entire match, but in this one it's Jr. going Austin going too far here, pal. Yeah, I don't like where you're going. You don't here. like where you're going with this too one. Too far. Too far. He he murdered a man. <laughs> That's okay. Now he's just. But to yell at his wife, angry at a female. Yeah, to yell at the dead man's wife is too far. Vince was fine with it, yelling at uh, Melanie Pillman. So. Accusing her. <laughs> Dude, yeah. fuck. Dude, fuck that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Accusing her of enabling her <laughs> drug-addled husband to live. How are you going to feed your kids? Oh, my fucking fuck. Well, he died 24 hours ago. I'm still trying to figure that one out. Thanks, Vince. I have, are they going to be homeless? I'm going to have a a throbbing <laughs> erection when that motherfucker gets taken down now. Oh my god! Oh, my I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that meme of the bad. fat internet wrestling she fan. She didn't outlive exploded. that. I'm sad she died. I know. That's that's gonna be me when Vince has his day. Oh, Fuck that motherfucker. God. But anyway, too I far, will, too far, Austin. We too. see uh, Triple H. We see Stephanie crying and leaving the arena. Also, the character she is. I don't feel bad for her one bit. No. She can cry leaving all she wants and just stay gone. She gone. She gone. I wish. Let's go to our first match of the night, guys. So does everyone in the locker room. Do we have to? Yeah. Okay. Oh, can we not? It is tables versus titles match. This is going to be the right to censor versus the Dudleys. If the Dudley boys lose, they can no longer use tables. Well, guess who's not losing? God, I wish they lost. Um, I said the Rock can't raise his eyebrow anymore. Like, what? I mean, it's what he does. Uh, Bull throws Bubba <laughs> off the second turnbuckle, and, la- and Bubba lands on his shoulder. As then the, uh, the rest of the match, they're attacking his shoulder. They ram him into the post. Goodfather uh, ties up his arm on against the top rope. Bull, Bull does a, bull, a double axe handle off the top Jesus. rope into the forearm, in, uh, into the shoulder. Uh, Dudley's hit the was up. Uh, Dudley's hit the three on the Goodfather, but Steven pulls Devon out and gets DQ'd. Dudley's then was up Steven, and then they powerbomb Steven through a table. So, everybody wins, because tables doesn't uh, banish and right to censor a stereotype. Can I rebook this to just be a four-man shoot fight? So that eventually all three of them could beat the fuck out of Bubba, exposing him for the pussy he really is, instead of the quasi-wannabe tough guy he's always portrayed? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Because he's reaching JBL level, like, get the fuck out of here with me. Yep. And I'm not talking on this show. I'm talking in real life. Like, Oh, he's been there for a while for me. Well, yeah, but luckily I don't hear a lot about it. But whenever I hear anything he says, I just... 
the fuck? He might as well just run Hogan's beach up. Brother. Brother. Uh, we go backstage with Michael Cole or Chris Jericho. Michael. As Jericho thanks Kane for everything he taught him of how to go through a plate glass window with his head and a table with a while and using you guys. He was trying to run away. His while ass. using his ass. Jericho taught Kane how to head uh, how to his head can go through a steel door, getting hit by a two by four. Jericho uh, Jericho says, "Isn't it?" Uh, um. They say that he isn't sane enough to have another solos match, so they're putting him in a tag match tonight. Well, of course they are. Uh, backstage, we see Kevin Kelly waiting outside for The Rock. Then we go to TNAPA's office as William Regal shows up. Now it's a love shack? It is a love shack. As I think they're mocking that 70s guy. As, uh, as they should. As he's facing Hardcore Holly in a hardcore match, and they were like, help. And... Uh, they're like, wait, what, what do you mean? No, like, we don't do that. <laughs> Trish is like, uh, we, we, we do do we that. We do that. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. And then, like, before Regal leaves, like, by the way, Trish, from you are like a, you know, what, besides what the locker room are talking about you, you're like a stand up gal, you know, it's like, what? You're a lovely lass. Yep. Because at first she's like, what kind of girl do you think I am? Because she thinks he's trying to come in and solicit her. Yeah. Uh, so I love s- William Regal. So we He's see so that, good. and then we see uh, hardcore. He's so good. <laughs> yep. As we see hardcore watching this, and then Crash is like, "Hey, I What's got he you." Watching? They're watching. He's watching the hardcore? monitor. Oh, okay. And Crash is like, "I got your back," and <laughs> Hardcore's like, "You're an idiot." Well, I feel so fucking great now. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots, dude. <laughs> Their interaction is so good. They have to be, I, like, super close, like, outside, because, like, they're so good together. I haven't seen it yet, because they haven't done it, but what I really want is for, like, Hardcore to get to really like Molly, though. Like, like that's, like, his favorite cousin or yeah. something like that. But then Crash can do no one good at all. Like, mm-hmm. He's just super jealous of Molly. Like, he needs to pick a tag partner, and he picks Molly instead of Crash. And I said... I got hardcore match. I gotta take on the blood destruction. I'm taking on Molly. I'm bringing well, Molly. Yeah. Why not me? Well, I want to win. <laughs> Don't want to have a shot. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. What's an Arrow Justin look like contest? And yet, still picking Molly. Well, yep. Uh, we go backstage with Kevin Kelly with The Rock as Rock will be teaming up with Jericho, taking on Rikishi and Kane. Uh, Rock says he's not satisfied for what he did to Rikishi last night. I hope uh, not. Rock is going to bring it to uh, Rikishi as Rock he feels that his form was off on the people's rum job. As Rock <laughs> says, he doesn't care who wins or loses, but tonight Rikishi yeah. will be leaving. Uh, will be left laying. You know what he didn't do? He didn't turn that tongue sideways. That's where. That's where he fucked up. Uh, all the fans around the world will be smelling what the Rock is cooking after this match. He's got to dust it off. Turn that tongue sideways. Oh, not on that one. Tongue punch Rikishi's bar box. We go. Uh, we get a Survivor Series uh, recap of Angle using someone to cheat to beat the Undertaker. Then we go to Michael Cole with Earl, as Hebner said he couldn't make the count because that wasn't Kurt Angle. I think you're underselling this. Michael tries to insinuate that Earl was screwing the yep. Undertaker somehow, and Earl's like, "Well, you, you're a dumbass. It wasn't him. It wasn't. Why would I count for somebody that's not Kurt Angle?" And it seems to me that the storyline Vince is trying to push. Is that they should have counted the three anyway, even though it wasn't the right guy. And it's like, well, the title wouldn't change. You can't win the world title if Kurt Angle's the champion so, and you pin Crash. Now, the ref has all the heat. Your announcer looks fucking stupid. And yep. JR's like, well, I mean, he's right. Yep. What, <laughs> yeah. Where do we go now? What are we doing? Right. 
And these are the winners, by the way. These are the guys winning this war. Man, he's, you know. Well, we just talked about what happened on Nitro, and uh, 15 minutes into the show, uh, Bubble's like, I hate this fucking company. Yeah, but uh, so, but the main event storyline on Nitro was far better. It was. It was. More <laughs> on that on the midweek war stories. Uh, so our next match is William Regal versus Hardcore Holly in a hardcore match. Regal uh, is promos interrupted by Holly. Uh, they fight to the bottom of the stage as Holly uses a fire extinguisher. We see Blackman doing what he normally does, just watching. <laughs> I wish that was me. Uh, they fight to the back. Holly hits Regal with a camera. TNA PA come out and attack Holly. Uh, Regal breaks a 2 by 4 over the back of Holly Jesus, for the win. Dude. He swung hard. Crash comes out to attack TNA PA, but then Blackman comes out to help. As then TA, TNAPA then decide to drive off in a mini cart. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging TNAPA. They're funny, like, man. Yeah. They're super good. Again, they are just criminally underused. Yep. Yeah. As we said before, like Godfather and D'Lo, if you sent them to WCW, would be the number one tag team. Like, if you send TNAPA to WCW right now, they'd be the best team be by, be, by yeah. a mile. Like it wouldn't. They even are be. what they think Ginger and O'Hare are. Yep. Yeah. You have that, and you have APA, and you have Chronic oh, thinking that they're APA. Can you imagine if we had this version, because they're sort of in the prime test, and Albert versus the Outsiders? It'd be a lot of fun. Because oh. first, I mean, Test, we all know Test, uh, we think he's underrated, but fucking Albert's underrated. Yep. Dude, like, that fucker. Albert versus Scott Hall. Al- Al- Albert oh is God. a great worker. He for is a big dude. great. Ah. Shout out to Lord Tensai. <laughs> Uh, Giant Bernard. My favorite thing, Shiny by the way, Bernard. my thing about Tenzai is how once they decide to de de push him every week, something different. Be like, oh, he doesn't have his. Uh, it's manager. like he was selling his shit to. to it was Glacier. To Kaz- like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. You got my. You got my. I uh, love that storyline. <laughs> that was so great. You can have my uh, my manager. You can have my gear. All that. Sonny Ono with the cat was underrated. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks uh, WCW. Thanks for fucking that up. Our next match is going to be Rikishi Kane versus uh, Chris Jericho and Rock. Rikishi Rock. Kane. Rikishi Kane. It's like they melted together. Yep. It's what? It's a giant ass with a mask on it. Kane Kishi, as uh, we're going to, uh, as Rock goes right after Rikishi, as Rikishi attacks Rock's injured ribs. Uh, Rikishi misses the corner splash, and Jericho drop kicks him. Rock goes for the people's elbow, but Rikishi trips the Rock. Kane grabs the Rock to choke slam, but Jericho hits a missile drop kick off the top rope. Jericho then walks into a sidewalk slam by uh, Rikishi. Uh, Ref is distracted by Rikishi here. Jericho hits Kane in the head with the chair. Rock then hits the rock bottom for the win. Jericho attacks Kane after the match uh, as Rikishi go uh, as the rock goes for Rikishi. Uh, Jericho puts Kane in the walls and Rock puts Rikishi in his vintage sharpshooter, and then Jericho hits the lion salt and Rock hits the rock bottom on Rikishi. So the good guys win. God damn, Rikishi just taking it. I mean, <laughs> his cousin just died. Can we fucking get, can my man's get a win? What is he, Jaden? <laughs> For over 50 years. I'm a bad man with bad thoughts and bad plans. I did it for the rock. Backstage, Doing it looks like. a lot like, of bad jobs. Backstage, it looks like there's two Kurt Angles entering the arena. Um, I'm sorry, but his brother is goofy fucking looking in the face. Yep. Eric. We're about to find out because here comes Kurt Angle. 
uh, promo. Angle uh, wants he has a, someone beside him. It's going to be his brother Eric. Angle uh, wants to bring up the Survivor Series screw job, <laughs> and each year something screwy oh. happens, and a new champ. And there's always a new champion. Uh, the Survivor Series screw job didn't happen this year. The good guy prevailed. <laughs> He's such a delusional dipshit. I love and it so much. Angle says, you guys, it was Eric's idea to hide under the ring to once after Angle wins the title. Surprise him. They're going to celebrate together and surprise him. Why not? Undertaker cowardly pulled his brother from under the ring and gave him a last ride. <laughs> Eric looks, and you guys are movie guys. You should probably get the reference. Eric Angle looks like he should be looking pizza and putting it in his wallet right now as Kurt is talking. Yep. Um, He's at least a third or fourth generation from Multiplicity. You ever seen Multiplicity? I doubt it. It's Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton cloning himself. Cloning himself. Nope. And by the third or fourth version, he's just a dumbass. He's like, I like pizza. He's uh, licking he, it, he, putting he, it he in, his put in his wallet. Nope. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, then this brings the Undertaker. As uh, as they get in the ring, Under- Angle then throws his brother into Undertaker. Then Undertaker chokeslams him. He charged him. Uh, Undertaker yeah. fights with Angle off on the way up to the stage, but then Undertaker choke slams Kurt off the world champion, stage. To world champion through some tables. So, I'm gonna pause right there, Joe. Pause. Him. <clears throat> Would you like to hear about Eric Angle? Yes, brother Eric. I think I know where we're going with I've, this guy. I have three facts for you. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he definitely assaulted a 12 year old kid. Yep. Uh, hung him like like wrung his neck and beat the shit out of him. So that's that's fun. Um. He was part of a steroid distribution ring in the like 2015. More important than all of that. In 2001. It's 2001. This is November 2000 right now. So in the year 2001, Eric Angle, Corey, was named number 253 on PWI's 500 list. <laughs> yeah, because he got a developmental deal. He was done in OVW. He was engaged to, remember Nydia? Yeah, he was engaged to her for years. Never did get married, but yeah, two fifty three. It's a little high, I think. Let me go, <laughs> no, on that. Out of how many? Out of five hundred. Yeah, it's too high. Uh, um, at least he's not the brother that killed his wife. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Yeah. Kurt's got that. Okay, I mean, he's got that was him. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Did you know Kurt Angle's brother-in-law is John Barenthal? I knew that. Yes, I did, but I'd forgotten that fact. Weird, right? Right. It's a uh, weird family. We get a recap of what just happened with the Angles and uh, Undertaker. Pittsburgh. During the break, we see Kirk getting stretched <laughs> out. Then we go backstage with, uh, with uh, Mick oh, Eric. Foley. Was like Eric or Kirk getting stretched Kurt. out? It's Kurt. Undertaker says he wants a handicap match between him and the Angles. They just rolled Eric under the ring. <laughs> and uh, Foley's like, let me check on that. You just put one through a table and uh, <laughs> did the uh, chokes on the other one. I'll put your request under advisement. Undertaker says if he doesn't make the match, he's going to uh, go into business for himself. So, geez, like that'd be the first time. Taking over Earth, they'll kick it in your anus. Speaking of that, let's go to the New Age Outlaws. I mean, Road Dog and <clears throat> K Quick and Billy Gunn versus right, Radicals. In <laughs> the Inner Ghetto Outlaws. Oh, I have a nickname for them, so if you guys like it. If not, I'll keep workshopping it. I'm going doggy style. <clears throat> oh, you didn't know? You're going to get doggy style. No, you feeling doggy style? All right, I'll workshop it. Workshop it. Back okay. to it. Back to it. Uh, gun with a total roll slam on Eddie. Gun with a one arm military press that's, onto that's Eddie. Road dog reverses a back body drop uh, from the second rope. Uh, K Crick with multiple head scissors takedown on Saturn. K Crick with a face buster suplex on Saturn. Russ distracted uh, is distracted as Terry gets in the ring and grabs K Crick. 
Gunn comes into the ring and picks up Terry. That's also like a and then throws her onto Saturn. Gunn then hits the Famouser on Saturn. K. Crick hits a 450 splash. I win. I'd have picked her up and just threw her on myself. There it is. Uh, I mean, according to JR, he had a 720-something uh, or other. I was like, Checks well, out. <laughs> Checks out. Sort of, JR. JR. Math, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't even major in Staten Island. He went to public school. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, no, I'm not dig- I am surprised. And, and I'm not making a joke here. I am surprised that the storyline isn't that v- that K. Quick is Road Dog's drug dealer. This is WWF. I mean... They didn't say he wasn't. But it hasn't been played up, and that surprises me. Because WWF. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, we go backstage with a Foley. That match sucked. <laughs> it did. Uh, that team is terrible. That team is fucking and bad, dude. He's too green to be up already. Roadog is and, not good enough to be in the spot. <laughs> Roadog is too gray. There it is. There uh, it is. So get out of here. We go backstage with uh, Foley. You're rowdy. As, as your Christians arrive, as they uh, Foley questions, hey, are you guys friends with Kurt Angle? like, no, we're... Casual acquaintances. Casual with best. Uh, they want uh, they want to let Foley know that they want to apologize to Undertaker. Uh, they have no hard feelings for interrupting the match. That's my, Survivor Series. My favorite is Christian going totally cash. Uh, they have they they have a gift for Undertaker as it's an urn because Undertaker has totally earned it. Got him. So Foley's like, I hate that joke, and I'm putting you guys in a handicap match against the Undertaker. So we not take out fair. Your flair. So not fair. Totally Painosity. not. Why didn't Christian uh, cut one of his promos he cuts nowadays? Because uh, you can't be that over, brother. <laughs> Austin has to be on top. That's right, dude. As our next match... Triple H already has number one heel spot, brother. It's hard to take. As our next match is for the WF Women's Championship, Ivory versus mm-hmm. Molly Holly, as China joins commentary. This should have been a lot They've better. They've already run out of people. Molly Holly's already getting a title shot this early. Yep. Uh, don't worry, the match goes for a bit until Trish comes down and hits a DDT on Molly on the outside. Ivory makes the cover for the win. It should have been better. I think Molly's still getting her sea legs under her in this company. And Ivory's just Ivory. She's she's what she is. She's... 40-something? Yeah, 40, she's right? about 40 here, but it's just she's as good as she is, you know? She was good enough to be carried to really good matches if you have a Jackie or Luna in there. Mm-hmm. But she can't carry or the younger Martin. ones. Yeah. Or a Patty Sungrider. There it is. But, but she can't. Like, Molly Holly still only has a couple, I mean, a cup of coffee in ring. Like, really? I know she trained in, like, 98. Yeah. She was in WCW 99 and did a lot of the Saturday nights, but... If she has a hundred matches under her belt, I'd be shocked at this point. A couple hot blondes getting ready to feud though, so I'm fine with that. I'm fine there. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Undertaker leaving his locker room, and then he sees there's an urn there, and there's a note saying, Undertaker, we love you. Thanks for the ten years of awesomeness. Somebody's playing some shit with me. As then he decided, then Undertaker doesn't like it, so he throws away the urn. Well, that's rude. Paul Bear was in there. So our next match is Edge and Christian versus Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker has Christian on his shoulders, but Edge spears him. Edge accidentally spears Christian as Undertaker throws him to the outside. Undertaker hits the last ride on Christian, and choke slams Edge after the match. Uh, we go backstage with Eddie telling Benoit that Austin can't go toe to toe with him in the ring as radicals need to get revenge for one Triple H. 
Uh, we're going to recap of what Triple H, what Austin has done to Triple H yesterday and what he did to his wife today. Nothing. He yelled at her. Not He's gone too far. Gone too far, dude. Oh, damn. Our next match and our main event is Chris Benoit versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in a wrestling match. Uh, Anethema? Anethema? God, I can't. On this show, it's anathema. anathema. I can't say the word right, but it's not what you, it's not what they want. Anathema. No, not an enema. No. But, but, I'll take it over here, nurse. Yeah. Oh, take it over here, nurse. As, uh, before the match, uh, Benoit says uh, Austin will fail the school of Benoit and probably get choked up by uh, a Bowflex. Wrapped in a rug. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> Austin with multiple arm drags. Austin puts. Uh, Real quick. When was the last time I think Austin did an arm drag? Like, legitimately. What's the last time he did an arm drag? Pretty stunning of him, if you know what I mean? Probably working down south. I mean. And I bet it was a stunning arm drag as well. Do you think he had to be like, how do I do this? God damn, son, I don't remember how to work. So Austin tries to work. So he does a couple arm arm, uh, drags, puts Benoit in a, a headlock. You know, he he says something like, still got it. Like, you know, he says something like, you know, to that point. Austin with some type of arm bar and attacks the arm with knee drops. Austin's going to put Benoit in the post, but uh, Benoit lifts his legs and Austin goes into the post. Uh, Benoit hits Austin's head against the steel steps. Uh, Benoit hits the flying headbutt to the back of Austin. Austin with the spine buster. Uh, he hits the Luthez press, but then Benoit tries to reverse it into uh, a roll-up, but uh, Austin reverses that uh, into a roll-up. So they do multiple roll-ups until, uh, until Benoit reverses it into a crossface. Uh, Austin's able to get to the ropes. Benoit throws Austin's shoulder into the post, hits a couple belly-belly back suplexes. Austin hits the stunner for the win, and we end Raw with Austin celebrating drinking some beers. Good match. I thought it was a good match. Yeah. It's my match of the night. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, maybe all of ours. Um, but yeah, it was entertaining to find. It's one of those things. I wonder if they did this match for Austin because Benoit is the best you know wrestler they got, like wrestler. So it's like, well, since you already did Triple H. Let's just put you in the ring with Benoit to see where, no, where let's see where your sea legs are at. I well, not just that. I here knowing the <sighs> stories that the guys would recommend. I I bet Austin requested this match. I know the Rock requested to work with Benoit. Austin requested to work with him. Um, the boys have their favorites too, and it's like with them, it's like not only is it the favorite, but they can make me look good. Like I bet yep. and. Yeah, if you're going to test yourself, get back into actual wrestling matches, you need to test yourself, right? Benoit's the guy to do it with, because even if you falter, he's going to be able to carry you. Yep. Um, and get you to the ending line, which is what you need to do. So, But Austin looked good. I mean, he didn't look great. He looked good. Fine. Yeah. I do think that watching this back, yeah, he's a terrible human being, and I know people have their opinions have been wrong on social media this past week. They were puzzling, to say the least. Yikes. Um, See that Heyman clip? Yeah. But I will say that uh, they should have done more with him at this point right here. Late 2000, early 2001, he was clearly him, still... Jericho, Eddie. The crowd yeah. believed in him. I, 
Everybody forgets. Everybody's just like, oh, the radicals came over and they were nothing. That's revisionist no, history. Benoit was the name from Jump Street. Benoit was made. Yep. He, he was world champion yeah. when he came over. Like, he was, like it or not, he was made in WCW. And he came WCW over. WCW at that point still had Sting, Hogan, lame the people. They were like, we're going with Benoit to get like, him to stay. Yeah, and they did. And it didn't work because he's like, fuck that. I don't blame him. But, dude. but I mean, everybody, it's revisionist history. Guerrero wasn't over. Malenko or Saturn weren't over when they got here. They were happy to see new workers and they knew who they yeah. were. But it wasn't. But he was like over. And it was from day one. So they should have done oh, more with him right here. Out, he faced Triple H. This and the crowd, match in the company. And the crowd was into it and bought but. it. Like, I get it. You want to push, this is Triple H's year, injuries out, he's put his time in. Then you went to give The Rock the title. And, and then, honestly, who knew Kurt Angle was going to be this good, this quick, and rise that far? Don't blame you for going with him. He got a better promo than Benoit. But Benoit could be in the title match with him. But you could do, yeah, you could do better for Benoit right now. Than being Triple H's lackey. I mean, get it, he's the head lackey. <laughs> he's the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> right. You know. He's the Dwight Schrute of uh, the Hill locker room. <laughs> but, you know, so, He's still the Dwight Schrute. <laughs> you know. He's, he's still Dina. Yeah. Joe will get that eventually. Maybe. <laughs> you have to give him kicking and screaming to try anything new. I got my things to do. Uh, <laughs> overall show? Better show. Oh, just wrong. I would say I, Rob, but I did not hate Nitro. I actually thought it was two good was shows. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I'm close. I, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I'm deciding as we speak. Mm-hmm. Raw was a little bit for me, but Nitro was good. I enjoyed both shows. I'm going to go Raw just like mm. the, rice, the, the rice on the uh, way or like this went. Eh. The main event was so good. The main event. Uh, well, my MVP is on Raw. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to our favorite part of the show. The award show. The ratings. Oh, yeah, the ratings. You're right. I, I apologize. Been a long day. Uh, last week, WCW got a 2.6 where WF got a 5. WF stayed out of 5, but WCW went to a 2.3. Yeah. So now, let's go to our favorite part of the show. The award show. <laughs> let's start off with best match. Austin Benoit. <laughs> yes. Austin Benoit. Austin. Yeah. Yep. Without question. Is this uh, the best Raw match of the year? That 10 man. Fuck, it's a good match. That 10 man's. Yeah. That fucking. Oh, damn. I forgot about that. It's fucking great, dude. And I would also say um, Triple H and Jericho where Jericho wins the title. But, yeah. but doesn't win. The, yeah. Imagine this match not even being in the top two. Oh, that one and this one are fighting for number two. But the 10-man to me has number one. It's fair. Uh, Jabroni match of the week? I had uh, Doggy Style and Gun versus the Radicals. Yup. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it get over. I f- You're going to get Doggy Style I over? Desperately <laughs> I'm desperately want... I'm big fan of Doggy Style. I desperately want Road Dog and K Quick off my fucking screen. Yeah. Road Dog is done. Like to it's me, just... it's like <laughs> I can't. I can't. No. Honestly, this is like, hey, P and News worked. Let's bring in two of them. To me, it's like, hello, fellow children. I'm gonna hang out with you at the school. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> Do you guys I'm know hip. where I can buy the drugs? I'm hip and I'm hop. <laughs> right. It's like the it's scary movie, the old lady posing as the teenager, the older <laughs> cover reporter, okay, move, yeah. who's like 65 years old. Or uh, the Steve Buscemi, what up, cool hip kids? Uh, oh, who's your God. MVP? Steve Austin. Yep. My God. 
from the promo earlier to the match later, to me it's Stone Cold. Uh, mine's Benoit. I I I was so jacked by that promo. I was like, this is the guy we need. This I want to see this version of Stone Cold. Right? I That's loved it. Ending. Yeah, it definitely was. I'm going Stone Cold as well. Uh, who is your motive? Uh, Stephanie um, McMahon. Yeah. Fuck her. Loved it. Can't get enough of it. I'm also going to say creative for writing a stupid storyline where he survived that car crash last night. That would have killed anybody. So fuck you. Uh, I'm going Mike Sanders. That's fair. Yeah. You, you, went, you went one-on-one with one, maybe one of the greatest Mike talk, guys that talks on the mic. And... Uh, he showed you that you're still green, and there's one of the better ones at this time for for sure. Yeah, and he schools you, and then you got mauled by Goldberg. The, so the lights were rough. Night for Mike the Sanders. Lights were too bright for uh, Mike Sanders little tonight. Bright. Little Naito in him. That's right. Mike Sanders is Naito. <laughs> Naito Sanders. It'll be fine. He won't go to uh, Forbidden Door. Above uh, average, Naito uh, Sanders. <laughs> no. Damn. Damn you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to this one. Uh, WTF. Uh, Mine's not related to any of that. Mine's not. So we're just going to squash Edge of Christian, huh? Yep. We're just going to squash him dead. All right. That's cool. But you have to remember WWF logic. All I do is not burying them. This is putting them over. He's friend, that, he's friend of a friend of the champion. No, no. I, the way I look at it is if you get squashed like that, you're probably winning the titles back. And I don't remember, but... That's, I mean, that's, remember how, before every guy wins his world title, he goes on a fucking three-week losing streak where he just looks like Keep shit. Keep him strong. Right? That's stupid. Um, mine is uh, week one of five, boys. Week one of five, yeah. <laughs> um, my WTF is the uh, creative storytelling for WCW with the Luger. I liked it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. The the fact you don't really uh, you didn't see that coming. Not if like, you can just do more of that yeah. consistently. You know, be nice. You ask a lot. <laughs> don't hate the player. Hate the game. Yep, yep. Um, so this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. As we're moving on to the midweek, as we will be nar- marking out and no selling for Mayhem, our second pay per view of five. I- I- five coming from me coming to you from the U.S. Cellular Arena. And Milwaukee. I thought it was the Bradley Center. Was it not anymore? No, or was it, was it the not US yet? Cellular by then. We'll find out. Um, it was the, the Bradley Center when it opened. Oh, okay. But you can go to our. You can go back and listen to last week's episode of the Pay Per View War Stories as we talked about Survivor Series 2000. Before we head on to our our uh, mayhem, the that's just rebellion, rebellion, Armageddon, Armageddon and Starcade. My God. We wrap it all up with Starcade to end the year. I'm Please stop. Read. But won't, we won't stop telling you to go to NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also find all of us on the social medias at NoSellEntertainment or our personals on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Baby, thank you, and like always, you <laughs> listen. Thank you, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 